Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I am Madison, and today I am joined by Jamie. Well, hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for being on my show today. <laughs> <laughs> we tricked at least one person into thinking there was going to be something exciting this episode. But... <laughs> But there is something exciting this episode. We are going to be discussing the end of the fucking world. That's right. Not literally the <laughs> show on Netflix. <laughs> yes. Indeed. Although I have watched a lot of shows about how the world could possibly end. This so. is true. Yeah. So you're, you know. I have thoughts on that as well. <laughs> <laughs> we shared some of those in the episode of IO, but That's true. Well, really we just discussed how they thought the world was going to end. True. <laughs> but I don't think that's the way the world's going to end. But that is for a whole different conversation. Very true. <laughs> the so... end of this fucking world is much more about teenage angst and murder. It sure is. <laughs> so uh, before we discuss specific details, what is your what was your reaction? I the first episode to the last episode like james changes so much and i mm -hmm. love that because at first i was like man i think this guy's actually going to kill her <laughs> like, <laughs> he seems like a giant psychopath but he it changes and i like that they kind of take him in that direction and don't just leave him a giant creep the whole time yeah so same <laughs> i i liked it yeah definitely me too and uh i i I felt like a weird sort of thing about the timing because I feel like overall it's a lot of stuff packed into a short amount of time but oh, yeah. I felt like there was still like for me some lulls but I don't know maybe because you were watching it the second time and you knew like you, this was your second rewatch of it right it wasn't no it was my first time oh I thought you had seen this before today oh no, right no. well fresh then I don't know how to explain that because yeah. I didn't think that yeah <laughs> But I agree with you that one of the the most interesting things about this show is the evolution of James. Yeah. And it's it's true that like at the beginning, even when he's talking about things he's done um, in terms of like, killing small animals and things right. are very much signs of, uh, you know, um, like a serial killer. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's a lot of times when you hear about serial killers that always started with, you know, right. mur murdering the neighbor's cat. And then I mean, like I was expecting him to be like the young British version of Dexter. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he goes and, in a different direction. And yet in the beginning, he, he kind of is right. It's, you know, especially yeah. when he uh, decides to go on this adventure or whatever with um, Alyssa originally because he wants to kill her supposedly <laughs> but, <laughs> but then it's funny because you have the moment where like they're start to sort of be like romantically involved and show affection towards one another and you see there's like the scene for example when she's like trying to give him a blowjob and it reminds yeah. me so much of the scene with Dexter when um, oh god what's her name what was his wife's his name Oh, um, Rita. Rita. When, you yeah. know, Rita and Dexter first start being sort of, like, physically intimate, and he's very, like, right. awkward about it, and then he's like, oh, maybe I like this. <laughs> <laughs> I do love him describing, like, I masturbated once a week for medical purposes. <laughs> it's, it's just not, so clinical. <laughs> yeah, it's not good to, to let things build up. Yeah. I mean, that is true, guys. <laughs> if you didn't know that. that there you go. <laughs> no, it was funny. Uh, I just, I love how how awkward and maybe maybe this guy i forget his name but maybe the actor is just awkward in life but he plays a very good sort of like socially awkward not sure what to do type 
Definitely, person, you yeah. Know? I think that it's interesting, like, because they spent a lot of time in the first couple of episodes really making him seem like he is a killer. You know, they they show, like, all the dead animals that right. he's killed, and he says, like, I remember every single one of them, you know, every time he's killed. And it's not really, like made clear why he's that way because he seems to be like a very distant taught like child even before his mom's death and i'm sure that his mom's death doesn't help the situation but i almost i was like expecting a greater revelation as to like what made him want to kill somebody I mean, it, obviously, that feeling goes away after he does kill somebody. <laughs> but, like, what causes that to begin with? I just, I wanted there to be a better yeah. explanation for it, I guess. Yeah, and I guess, like, <laughs> maybe you can tell me if you had the same understanding or not. But what I, I think it ended up being that he ultimately, like, closed himself off to affection and emotions because he had this experience witnessing his mother's suicide essentially and then he was just kind of yeah wanted to distance himself from everything up until the point that Alyssa made him realize that he can have feelings and emotions but it's it is strange to sort of take that (laughs) to the extreme to be like I don't want to share my emotions which means I must kill someone Right. And then when he starts having like emotions for Alyssa, it makes him initially want to kill her even more because right. he like having those emotions. So he's like, well, if I kill her, that'll make him go away. Right. <laughs> but then like it, it's emotions that is what actually results in him killing that guy because he's doing it because he cares about her and to like protect her. So he kills the guy who's trying to rape her. And you know, that's, it's all has to do with those emotions, you know? Exactly. And then we see that, you know, he sort of realizes that maybe killing isn't something he's ready for as he, you know, just throws up after killing the guy. And then immediately wants to go to the police, but Alyssa's like, no, we can't do this. We have to get rid of the Uh, body. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, oh my, they were in such a good situation where they probably would not have gotten in trouble at all other than like breaking and entering if they'd gone to the police then because they had evidence that this guy was clearly a serial killer. You know, he'd killed all these other women had photographs of it and videotaping of it and then you know he was trying to like rape and kill her and they killed him in self-defense so like ah it's just like teenagers being dumb right (laughs) go to the cops no it's very frustrating (laughs) and then you know there's even the moment when they sort of split up at the diner for a little bit and he does call the cops and it's like oh i want to report a murder Right. And you think for a second he's going to do the right thing. And, and even then, I think it still could have been resolved to not be as big of an issue as it is at right. the end of the series. But yeah, I guess it's maybe meant to be like just, you know, teenage stupidity. And, and I guess yeah. like, I guess if you're in that situation, you probably would be sort of afraid and not sure what to do. And that sort of fear can probably lead you to do pretty irrational stuff. But right. Well, I think that, like, if it had been up to James, like, he would have gone to the cops, but he's so, he just listens to whatever (laughs) Alyssa says and just is like, okay, and just goes along with it. So when she says that she doesn't want to go to the cops, like, that's when he was like, oh, well. Right. I guess we don't need to do that. (laughs) Well, and the issue is exactly, yeah, so he wants to follow everything she says, and yet Alyssa's saying things without really knowing why or thinking about her consequences you know like she's ultimately like in the times when we see her thinking things she's saying the exact opposite out loud of what she's actually thinking so she tries to be like that really um powerful rebellious person and really she's just as 
as is the case for everyone who acts very rebellious and stuff, she's really right. just very hurt and vulnerable. Well, yeah, she's got a sh- like. I think her home life is shittier than James's, to be honest. Oh yeah, like it's like got this creepy ass stepdad Ugh. and a mother who is just like complete, like completely oblivious, but also sort of aware of what how creepy her husband is. Like she completely ignores it. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, knows how creepy he is and just doesn't care. Right, and- which is so frustrating. And I mean, of course, we do get these instances where. Uh, it's it's made clear that uh, what was the mother's name Gwen or something she really does fair f- er, fair she really does care for her daughter but she does she does a, she does a shitty job of showing it like you don't really care for your daughter if you ignore the don't fact that you're do anything being a to help her you know yeah. like if you stay married to this creepy man who's mm-hmm. like hitting on your daughter you don't really care for her at that true point. She cares more about her appearance in society. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only thing which was extraordinarily predictable, it was the thing with the birthday cards where, yeah. you know, the yeah. dad has, hasn't been sending them at all and she's been doing it. I feel like yeah. that happens a lot in shows and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, that is a common theme. And I, when she pulls, she takes like one of them with her on their journey yeah. and she pulls it out and like starts looking at it and like, I'm looking at the handwriting uh. in it and I'm like... <laughs> Her dad definitely did not write that. Yeah. <laughs> that is a woman's handwriting. <laughs> so I kind of knew, like, at that point that that was what was going to happen there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do enjoy a couple of a couple of funny things in this episode. Okay. <laughs> when they meet that guy who's, like, picks them up hitchhiking, the giant creeper guy. Yeah. I like Melissa calls his baby a potato. Because yeah. <laughs> That's how I describe all babies. They look like potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I understand, Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> and then she calls and... it ham afterwards. Like, Maybe it's yeah. more like ham. <laughs> no, it's more like a potato. All babies look like potatoes. It's not. It's not even like an insult. Like, no. that's just what they it's look like. It's just fact. Yeah. <laughs> it's just what all babies look like until they <laughs> get to be a few months old and start developing themselves. <laughs> True. <laughs> and uh, poor toper <laughs> oh my gosh yeah who is just like in this bad situation and he's the most ridiculous character he really is i mean he clearly i mean as he says he kind of like hates his job in life or whatever but um but yeah he was even too much for james and Alyssa. so they're like we need to ditch this guy like post haste no 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 not frodo topher oh topher i'm thinking of frodo well, there's a lot of weird names in this episode. Oh, so. my God. The Frodo thing I thought was hilarious. The Frodo thing was the saddest moment in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> and they, like, they've completely changed Frodo's life. And yeah. he's, like, going to leave and, you know, be rebellious with them. And then they just abandon him. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. They just left Frodo behind. I mean, it's really for Frodo's best because they are <laughs> out on the lamb. You know, like, they're... I know. But oh, I felt so bad. I thought for it was Frodo. hilarious. It was kind of surprising. I mean, maybe it wasn't too surprising, but at the time, I thought it was when it was Frodo that like locked her in the uh, bathroom, actually, with the key. Like yeah. he's the one who locked her in. 
Uh, is like is Frodo a popular name in England, or possibly. were his parents just super obsessed with Lord of the Rings? I'm guessing it must be an obsession <laughs> with Lord of the Rings because even uh, even James, I think, was like, "Is that your real name?" Like, oh yeah, <laughs> your I think, name or whatever. I think Alyssa says that. Oh, Alyssa, yeah. maybe. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Topher. <laughs> yeah, t- well. <sighs> I, yeah. I think Topher is just funny. He is funny, yeah. And also, like, I don't know, kind of gets what he deserves. Like, he just oh, absolutely goes back to like have sex with her, and then gets mad when she changes yeah. her mind. And yeah, I don't know how quickly he took his clothing off that the wallet ends up underneath the bed like that. Right. <laughs> and how it is kind of hilarious though that when he's. Uh, being questioned by the two detectives he's just like going off being you know talking about how she said she was of age and stuff and like going on and on about like almost having sex with her and they're just like this isn't why we're here like right. <laughs> this, this has nothing to do with why we wanted you here <laughs> uh the detectives are my least favorite part of this story oh i gosh. don't understand why they had to create this awkward weird dynamic between the characters oh my gosh why i couldn't they have just been normal detectives <laughs> i i think it's i think it's um i don't know but i really actually liked their dynamic at the beginning really Ugh. yeah i thought it was a cute sort of like like eunice clearly wants there to be something more and Terry is like, uh, let's forget about it as she's like off dating other women already. Right. But um, I don't know. I thought like their interplay was kind of kind of funny at the beginning up until the, the point where we see that Eunice is kind of compassionate and she wants to to try to do what she can to help these sort of like stupid teenagers. Right. And Terry's just like, well, we're going to, th- you know, wait three days till he's 18 and then lock him in prison and stuff. And yeah. having, guess- you know, no sort of no compassion for for them. I guess my biggest problem with their dynamic is that it's like two women, which I like Mm -hmm. showing like these two women detectives without a man, but then they make them like super obsessed with their sex life instead of just having them be (laughs) women detectives who are good at their job. Yeah. (laughs) Was this really necessary for you to do that? Like it doesn't seem like it's adding to the story at all. And then, yeah. What is the name of the more compassionate one? Eunice. Eunice. Okay. Um, she actually also plays in um, Game of Thrones oh. as this like super. The name of like the nickname they give to their family is Ironborn. They're like very very stoic, oh. strong people kind of thing. And she's like the daughter of the the Lord from huh. from this family, the Greyjoy family, and so like having that image of her in my head (laughs) and then seeing her as like this soft detective was also very odd for me (laughs) i'm like just pull out your sword and kill her (laughs) (laughs) yeah i do know what you mean about the sort of the way that the detectives were portrayed because it seemed that for a lot of it they were more yeah more concerned about each other almost or like what was going on between them or yeah, or not exactly. versus like actually trying to get to the bottom of a case right yeah it was very yeah it was like their detective job was sort of incidental to yeah it was like the back burner to right. the actual storyline and i'm like maybe if you focused more on trying to catch these kids yeah you could have done so well or because they're not really doing a great job at hiding <laughs> yeah i mean i did like oh, not caught them yet yeah <laughs> I mean, I did like that Eunice went off on her own and tried to do what she could to help, you know, convince them. And 
you know, James even is, like, very ready to go with her, but... <laughs> yeah. But uh, Alyssa decides to smack her upside the head with a rifle or whatever. Like, how did she think that was going to help? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was not going to make the situation any better at exactly. all. Exactly. It's like, now you've assaulted a detective, so good for you. Right. You're just, like, there's just this, like, bad choices, and they keep getting, like, progressively worse. Yeah. <laughs> and just making the situation so much like worse for themselves there's not really any way they're going to be able to get out of this right and i i think of course like them ever trying to take a boat would be unrealistic in general because where are you actually going to go but i did i did like that when they got out to the boat like tide it was low tide so like (laughs) they were like oh fuck and like yeah even if you had a full tank of gas and could in theory get like across the channel you can't just like wander into the country right you're just gonna like (laughs) hang out in france right come on yeah Uh, do you think that like they they made two mistakes at when they killed clyde and as they were cleaning up so they left topher's wallet behind yeah and james leaves the the knife knife there instead of just taking it with him (laughs) yeah and like you could have buried it 100 miles away or something if you didn't want to have it on you but like so they those two mistakes if they hadn't made those mistakes it seems like there would have been nothing to connect them to the crime they actually did a pretty good job other than that of cleaning everything up yeah they really did and i was surprised honestly at how clean they got especially like the (laughs) blood around his head like it was on that hardwood floor i was like no blood seeped into this hardwood okay and also i feel like that blood wasn't necessary to clean up like that was just the victim's blood right i was (laughs) like he was clearly dead you didn't have to clean that up right now you just made it weird where like people find his you know empty body but yeah (laughs) no blood so you're like (laughs) what happened vampire um i did like speaking of the dead body though when um they laid laid out the pictures of the women around him, annoyed yeah, yeah. that the mother burnt them. Oh, yeah, I mean, she makes the right choice in the she end. She does she turns the video camera in, but yeah, I can I can kind of see that though, like being the mother and finding out that your son was the <sighs> serial killer and just like wanting to get rid of that evidence. He's already dead. I don't want to sully his name, kind of attitude, but right. Yeah, but it's good that yeah, Eunice again comes you know tries to be like you know what's right and ultimately the truth will come out so she ended up coming back with the tapes which right which, which kind of makes it seem like Eunice probably already kind of assumes that the rumors were true about yeah. him you know and that's and that the mother might know something kind of thing right which is uh he's a creepy guy though he... having like a closet full of duct tape and bleach right <laughs> like like dexter <laughs> yeah no it's yeah it's part that's the thing like parts of this very much were like dexter like the yeah. laying out of the victims the yeah stuff like i mean granted dexter always let them like see the victims first to know why he's that's being true. killed but this um, was a very spur of the moment kill so it was that's true <laughs> but but yes they do get caught and that knife if they just yeah. Who throws a knife in like a pool drain pipe? I don't understand. Right. And I, I don't understand that mentality of like, oh, I have to hide the murder weapon at the crime scene. Right. Like, like of course it, that if you're place. leaving, take it with you and <laughs> yeah. hide it somewhere far away. <laughs> I can understand not wanting to have it on you anymore. But yeah. don't well, just leave it there, especially if it's like a personalized exactly. knife. Exactly. We're going to link back to you right you this know? like pearl handled 13 etch <laughs> knife. like no if it's like the kitchen knife, knife sure inches, but it just says 13 no 13 yeah oh i, I 
didn't mean inches. Oops. But, um, giant knife. <laughs> giant. <laughs> um, but yeah, so mistakes were made, but you know, that happens. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, that guy, <laughs> uh, that first guy that they get a ride with after smashing their own car, which oh. does blow up, which was hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> that guy is such a creep. But like, it's so funny because Alyssa said the only, because of course, was uh, James was shirtless. Uh, and she's like, the only people who stop are creeps are creeps. And right. of course, that's what happened. I see, yeah. like, takes his hand and places it on his genitals. Oh, yeah. Like, and, like, takes his all, like, burnt up hand, too. He doesn't even take his normal hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but, you know, they are able to steal what looks to be several hundred euros from him. So, yeah, or pounds even. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're in England. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever currency they yeah. use over there. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was surprising. Um, so, like, after they split up mm-hmm. and Alyssa gets her period and, like, goes and tries to steal underwear because hers <laughs> are all gross and dirty. Um, and so she, like, gets caught by the security guard and escapes and then cu- comes back to return the five-year-old. Mm-hmm. Like, she clearly this kid was gonna get caught she wasn't that far away but she risks getting arrested to like take the five-year-old back to her father which surprised me because i thought Mm. she would just walk away because she's not like a super compassionate person (laughs) well and that's what kind of confused me too because at that point i thought her storyline was going to blend more towards she's realizing that she can't just be the sort of rebellious teenager whatever she has to start being a responsible adult and so she's doing something that's responsible like helping the child get back to her dad and stuff right but then all hell breaks loose with Alyssa's character so I have no idea what's going on but I guess like the rest of her stuff like hitting the cop and (laughs) and all that is is partly due to um just like the desire to stay with James because right yeah because that's what she's like we wouldn't we wouldn't be going to the same place together if we go to juvie or whatever um, but like now you're just in more trouble because you hit a cop over the head with a gun. <laughs> right. So you didn't make your situation any better. Clearly like the SWAT team was closing in on you and Yeah. Ugh. I mean it's made I it is interesting to see that that development in James where he's to the point where he's going to risk his you know, he wants everything to make it seem like Alyssa was just kidnapped and she had no part in it. So he smacks her in the head with the thing, (laughs) but then he just runs like into the waves or tries to like run down (laughs) the beach. I'm like, this is, and of course, you know, it's, and it ends on a sort of cliffhanger, you know, is he shot dead or is he just shot or Or is he shot at all? Is he shot at all? I think we can safely assume that his running down the beach (laughs) tactic doesn't actually lead to freedom right <laughs> like he was taken down in some sense i'm sure mm-hmm. but i don't imagine i mean there is going to be a, a second season um oh, okay. did you know that no i didn't comes out yeah sometime this year 2019 oh. will be the second season um so pretty close behind the first one i guess but um yeah, so I guess we'll find out if he's alive or dead. I'm assuming he's probably still alive if they're doing if there's a another season. season. Yeah. <laughs> he probably isn't dead. But um and now I'm just like, well, where are they gonna go with that? Because right. 
maybe they'll pick it up like okay three years later and they're out of jail kind of thing or is it just gonna be them in juvie or in jail or because they can't possibly be free still right no that's exactly what i was thinking after i saw the ending i was like oh this must be the end of the series (laughs) because where can you go right Mm. but i guess we'll find out because there is going to be a second season yeah i guess so (laughs) so that'll be interesting (laughs) (laughs) i do like um so like when Alyssa's dad like runs over that dog and like james like they decide they have to put it out of its misery because it's dying and james Mm -hmm. like can't do it and we know that he's killed a lot of animals in the past but like he can't kill this dog that's already dying like i think that shows like one of the biggest changes in his character Mm -hmm. like that he actually he starts crying he can't do it and i think that's like that's pretty you know he's not like a killer at that point he was just i guess going through a hard time as a kid (laughs) exactly yeah he's he's come sort of full circle to being this sort of empathetic person who can't even be bothered to kill a dying dog yeah yeah i'm interested i guess i'll be interested to see like where season two takes it because i'm really having a struggle thinking of what could possibly happen (laughs) yeah because like Alyssa's caught she's like literally in the arms of the one detective and supposedly i almost called him frodo james (laughs) (laughs) is shot um i don't know maybe they'll like managed to get it off on it you know like because it was self-defense and the charges will be lenient probation kind of thing but then like where does the story go because the whole story has just been them running right so if they're not running anymore where's the story right exactly and so one thing i i wanted to talk about in here is the portrayal of Alyssa. do you think that she's sort of a stereotype like how do you feel about about the character because for me it was it was kind of almost the very expected sort of classic manic pixie dream girl type thing where she's Mm. rebellious and going out on her own and blah 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 i guess like the only difference is of course that we do see that she has different feelings because a lot of times in novels and stuff, you don't really get the perspective of that character. They're just sort of rebellious and crazy. Yeah. But... I guess I guess a lot of her motivation isn't super clear to me. Like, as right. to why she wants to hook up with, like, partner up with James to begin with. Like, mm-hmm. she just kind of sees him in the lunchroom right. and decides that he's weird. Right. She should be friends with him. And I'm like okay well apparently be more than friends because like you know the first meeting she's like okay so um you'll eat my pussy at 11 and i'm just like okay we're making schedule you in for a light pussy at 11 tomorrow (laughs) yeah no it was i agree it was very extreme i did like that scene where she just like broke her phone because like all of her friends are just texting at the table or friends i guess in quotes are texting at the table and she just can't handle that anymore like texting each other at a yeah table, just sitting there silently texting each other yeah <laughs> but um but yeah it's true she just sort of like picks out like the weirdest guy and she's like you'll do and then falls in love <laughs> with him you will be my new friend <laughs> yeah and he's like oh great because i kind of wanted to kill you anyways right <laughs> <laughs> it's like you'll be a perfect specimen 
<laughs> so it, it's a weird. It's a weird pairing. Yeah. And like, I can't really, because like his initial plan is just to like kill her at his dad's house. <laughs> I know. And then like later on, he's worried about killing her in the woods because it'll, the car will connect him back to the crime. And I'm like, well, I think killing her at your dad's <laughs> house would have done that too. Right. <laughs> so you seem a little all over the place about the best way to kill somebody. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> yeah. 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 There's something else I was going to say, but. Yeah, let me look through my notes quick. <laughs> me too. Me too. Me too. Oh. Yeah. Alyssa's dad. Yes. Let's talk about him for a minute. Leslie. <laughs> Leslie also. Like, Leslie's a girl's name. Come on. Leslie, nope. <laughs> Leslie, nope. <laughs> Let's not be ridiculous. I hate him <laughs> so much. <laughs> I hate him more than, well, and I guess I agree with Alyssa on this. I hate him more than her mother. Yeah. Like, he's literally going to turn his daughter into the cops for the reward. Not because yeah. he wants to help her, but, like, because there's money out for her. And, yeah. like, that's just about the shittiest thing you could possibly do as a parent. <laughs> I totally agree. And I, well, I guess it is kind of interesting, though. Do you have to wonder... I think we saw with the mother of Clive or Clyde, whatever his name is, for instance, that she was hesitant and was almost going to just protect his name, even though he clearly like did all these terrible things to women. But I guess you, I wonder if it's like, how would you react if you had a child and you found out that they had like murdered someone? Would Uh, you report them to the cops or? Why the hell did I have a child? (laughs) right this is why i shouldn't have reproduced right (laughs) no uh yeah i see like i like to think that i would do the right thing and turn them in but and i have like zero maternal instinct so (laughs) (laughs) it's hard to know for sure (laughs) right but um but yeah the whole thing yeah him turning them in is kind of ridiculous especially since it's just for the reward but up to that point like i I can understand him being like, I guess up to that point, he wasn't as bad, I will say, because it's true that he's like a deadbeat father, doesn't, hasn't had anything to do with her and stuff, but. Or his other kid. Or his other kid. He, you know. Yeah. But I guess like, as he said, he stayed out of her life. And in some ways, I guess if you're a drug dealer and, you know, sort of a deadbeat, maybe it's for the best that you're not, you know, trying to like corrupt your child and stuff. But yeah, the fact that he didn't even like want to admit that he had another kid and stuff is pretty, right. it's pretty shit. And my, my issue with him isn't that he wanted to turn them in because if he had wanted to do that to help them because he yeah. felt like it, because he had listened to their story and knew what happened and thought you really need to go to the police, right. like that would have been one thing. But like he money. doesn't, mm-hmm. he knows that they're in trouble. Like from the first time, day when they get there, they right. tell him that they're in trouble, and he doesn't care about it until he sees that he can benefit from it true. in some way. Yeah. And that's just really shitty. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Classic Leslie. Uh, classic Leslie. Yeah, D-D-D. which I do like. Uh, I I really like the fact that Alyssa stabs him in the leg. <laughs> I was <just> gonna say <laughs> that. <laughs> 
put like a steak knife. I know. <laughs> and then when he pulls it out later, he just like instantly passes out. I know. I'm guessing it must be just from like seeing the blood. I think must there's a be. squirt, but surely not all of his blood drained in one minute. You know? No, and like I don't think it was loss of blood that made him pass out. It was just like seeing it hurting <laughs> out of his leg. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that. Um, the detective when she sees that like he has a knife in his leg, she's just like, just just leave it in. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> There's an ambulance on the way. You'll be you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you know, like, I guess that's what you're meant to do is you know stabilize it and leave it in. Yeah, no, that is true because like like she said, it's it's holding the blood in. Don't take it out. Yeah, but I guess reactionary. You know, you just want to rip stuff out of your skin but yes. i've never yeah. wanted to rip things out of my skin but <laughs> <laughs> i guess have you, you probably haven't been stabbed either with a steak i knife. have not no I've, I've had a few slivers i guess when i get a sliver <laughs> my reaction is to pull it out so. there you go it's <laughs> yes. just a really big sliver <laughs> that's what a knife is just a giant sliver just a giant sliver I mean, I guess <laughs> that is not inaccurate. True. <laughs> or is a sliver just a really tiny knife? Ah, that is the question. I did have a really bad metal sliver in my toe once when I was young. Oh, yikes. From wandering around outside. <laughs> That's what you get for wandering barefoot outside. Yeah. Or, or were you wearing jelly shoes or something? I mean, it could have gone either way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did wear a lot of jelly shoes in my youth. Yeah, true. I have to say that the thing, one of the things that was funny, and I, I think it's funny that they actually mentioned it in the show when it happened, is the disguises. Like, you know, Alyssa looks almost completely different with her hair, not only dyed but also somehow like frizzy slash faux curly. <laughs> but the, and they also cut her bangs too. Yeah, she didn't have bangs before. And cut her bangs, and yet, yeah. He just looks, James just looks like him with a Hawaiian shirt. And I'm like. <laughs> well, like, they had a couple of options. They could have bought a wig to make him, like, have a man bun. Or they could have dyed his hair or, like, shaved his head. Like, right. they just gave him a slightly shorter haircut. Right. <laughs> that doesn't really change the way that you look very much. <laughs> right. And I just like how he's like, eh, my disguise wasn't as effective as it is. Yeah. Like, you think? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, that Hawaiian shirt, though, man. You never, never suspicious of somebody in a Hawaiian shirt. Never, never. <laughs> oh man, I think that's pretty much everything I had about the show. Did you write any fun quotes down or anything like that? Um, I did write a bunch of quotes down. Yeah, some of them were more serious than fun. That's but... okay. <laughs> and you'd like to I... share? <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I'll go through and find my funny ones first. Okay. <laughs> Is breaking and entering the best way of lying low? <laughs> <laughs> I like Alyssa saying at one point, I think the fucked up bit was murdering him. Walking away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess all the rest of mine are not really funny. That's okay. You can share. I mentioned the one about like, I masturbated once a week for medical purposes. Yeah. <laughs> and Jack looks like a potato. <laughs> you, uh, yeah. Oh, I did. This isn't really a quote, but one of the funny things that I appreciated in the first episode was like there was a couple of different jabs at America. <laughs> like oh. the first, like very opening, they talk about how um, James's father had bought a deep fat fryer on an American shopping channel, <laughs> <laughs> and then like um, when the 
she's like, the car's not going to blow up. Alice's voiceover is like, if this were a film, we'd probably be American. Yeah. <laughs> I thought both of those were funny. Yeah. Especially the deep fat fire, like just making the point of saying that they got it on an American shopping channel right. was funny. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like classic America. I, I forgot as I was looking for quotes too, I, I, had written down that I really liked, I think one of my favorite scenes uh, is when they're in Clive's house and Alyssa's dancing. Yes. And then she tells him to get up and she's like, don't worry, I'll close my eyes. And then he starts to start like to really let loose and dance. And then she's just sort of like watching him and being cute and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. she's falling in love. Yeah. And it's like the first time you really see James. I guess relax yeah. and like be himself and not just a creeper. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I guess the last thing I want to say about this show before we sign off is what year was this happening? You know, I wondered <laughs> that as well. Okay. Like at the beginning, you see Alyssa having a smartphone. So, you know, it's not that far in the past but then there's like a phone booth in the middle of fucking nowhere <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so i'm like i'm pretty sure all the phone booths in the world are gone at this point what right. is one doing in the middle of a field there's <laughs> like drive? exactly not only the phone booth though that like but every single house i went into looked vintage and i'm like what is well, happening might just be here <laughs> i mean <laughs> i mean maybe all of england is just vintage furniture and <laughs> Good stuff, but it looked it very much like when like, their budget was to buy the older furniture for maybe, the show. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> like, we'll pretend these people haven't changed their furniture in twenty years, <laughs> which is possible. Yeah, I mean, I do agree that it seemed like there were aspects that made it seem like it wasn't quite present day, but then, like the smartphone at the beginning, they haven't been around for that long. Yeah, true. So it can't be that old. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's been a while, I guess, since I've been to England. Maybe everything does look like the 1970s still. I mean, it definitely has like an older <laughs> feel a to charm. it. Not that I think that everybody there has old furniture, but I think the <laughs> styles <Yeah. laughs> that are like manufactured in England, yeah. are, they're different than like what we have here. You know, they don't have like the big plush they, they like to be like uncomfortable when they're sitting. <laughs> they don't have like the overstuffed chairs. Like I feel like I hear fat society has. I feel know? like I hear our UK listeners screaming into their computers. Um, we we love you guys. We do more, more than you could ever know. We're secretly obsessed with England and just want to sit on uncomfortable furniture all of the time. <laughs> Ask Jamie; he only has two wooden stools in his apartment as furniture. This is not untrue. Um, anyway, on that note, uh, why don't our UK <laughs> listeners off all of our UK listeners? If our, if you are the UK listener, you can uh, hit us up on Twitter at at a no pod no yeah at, at a no podcast. <laughs> and even if you're not a UK listener, but especially if you are, you can send us an email at navigating Netflix Originals at gmail .com. And we would love to hear about your the current state of your furniture in your yes. apartment and please please describe to us what generation you think your furniture looks like it's from and how comfortable it is to sit on <laughs> both important questions we'll look and also maybe let us know what you'd like us to watch next 
Well, don't let us know what you want us to watch next because we've already decided <laughs> what we're going to watch next. <laughs> True. So next week will be a very special recording because Jamie and I will be in the same room instead of six hours apart. (laughs) True. This has only happened one other time. This is true. And so for listeners who have been with us from the beginning and or have listened to all of our episodes, you'll know that we started off as huge Grace and Frankie fans and we discussed the episodes not even like a whole season's worth, but like three at a time because we wanted to do that deep of a discussion on them. And when we found out we were among the only people in the world who were that obsessed with the show, we stopped doing that. (laughs) (laughs) But for next week, we will be discussing the entire season five of Grace and Frankie, which is the most recent season just available on Netflix uh, maybe a month or so ago. So watch that and be ready to learn all about old ladies and vibrators and all that good stuff. (laughs) All the information you could ever need to know. (laughs) Everything you might ever want to know about how old women masturbate. We will have that information for you next week. Tune in. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if that's not a reason to listen, I don't know what is. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, then, thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode. And we will catch you on the flip. Bye. Bye.